0: This is Brooke, and you're listening to the Vintage Gardener Podcast, which is where I give you tips and tricks in gardening, particularly if you're like me and you garden in southern New Jersey, which is Zone 7A. So today's episode is going to be a question and answer session based upon questions left on my last video, which is called It's Time to Fertilize My Roses. These questions were on YouTube. Um, I didn't get any questions from the viewers on Facebook. And so if you guys are part of my page on Facebook and you guys have questions about the videos, please just leave a comment. I will answer it in the comment, but if it requires a lengthy answer, then I will most likely address it the way I'm doing now, which is in a podcast format. So there are two questions. Uh, the first question is, is by Emia Amokar and she said you fertilize them in fall and so Emia, i didn't fertilize those roses in fall um so there's there's two answers to your question one's yes one is no. okay so in fall i do not fertilize my roses with a nitrogen fertilizer so i use a liquid gold fertilizer by master nursery that's got a high nitrogen content i do not do that in the fall Uh, number two the The reason I say yes, I fertilize them in fall is because in fall, I do fertilize them with phosphorus based fertilizers because I want to promote root development because even though the plants are like you know are, have died back in the winter, their roots are still alive their roots are still growing throughout the winter, so they do need that root that root um that, that root seed so that's the answer to that question. Now, I, I, I do apologize because I realized when I went back and watched that video that I did not put any timestamps on there. I know a lot of people who subscribe and even, especially, more particularly on Facebook, with all the likes, I know that a lot of people are in South Jersey and so when I was referencing the fact that there had been a storm where I lost power for a couple of days, I'm sure the people who were in South Jersey knew the storm that I was talking about because it affected a lot of, you know, Burlington County and Camden County and those areas. And so that storm actually happened at the beginning of August. So when I was fertilizing my roses, that was the beginning of August. So yeah, I did give them nitrogen based fertilizer because it was still summer. You know, I I still had time. That was actually, I think, the last dose that I gave them a fertilizer though. So, um, I hopefully that answers your question. The next question was from Elma Elmar. And she said, I love roses. You cut yours back in fall. How about climbing roses? What do you do for those in fall? So my response to her was I was going to do a video on winterizing roses, and I will. But I thought that I should address this question in podcast format. And the reason that I thought I should do that is because... So where I live in South Jersey, the way our weather typically goes, I wouldn't really be putting my roses to bed, so to speak, until November, probably closer to Thanksgiving. And, you know, I don't know where Elma is from. I don't know if she's from southern New Jersey like me, or if she's in a cooler cooler climate. So if you're in zone four, five, or six, you're probably farther along into the autumn than I am. So I thought I would go ahead and answer the question because it's something that you guys are going to be dealing with now. So with roses, roses are not like peonies, um, echinacea, which um, I think it was something else that comes, comes back every year, you know, like perennial flocks or that sort of thing. They don't like die back to the ground and then refresh. They simply go dormant. So because they, they do go dormant, you, you, you need the plant to go into dormancy, uh, before it starts freezing, because if it's, it starts freezing before the plant has gone into dormancy, it's going to kill the plant. So there's things that you can do to help the plant in, go into dormancy. So now for me with fall, I really start my fall stuff in like early part of September and but if you're in zones 4, 5, and 6 you may have to start earlier because you know you guys are farther ahead in the cooling period than I am. So the first thing you need to do is you need to stop fertilizing your roses. They say six to eight weeks before your first frost. If you're fertilizing particularly if you're using which is if you're fertilizing your roses you're probably going to be using nitrogen-based fertilizer that's gonna have the rose push green new green growth and when it's getting cooler you don't want them pushing new green growth because you know when plants freeze you know that freezing process causes their cells to rupture it's just not good so that's so that's the first thing you need to do second thing you need to do is number one stop stop pruning okay A lot of times, I think people think of pruning with roses as just really a sheep thing. Pruning does more than that. When you're pruning roses, it's actually, it's like a refreshing mechanism. So you're causing the plant, it stimulates the plant to flush back. Um, If you guys saw the video about, you know, rose grass use stress plants, that's exactly what I did. I cut the plant back and then, you know, I fertile, and it, it regenerated. It flushed out. It looks better than ever. So that's what pruning does. So you don't want to be doing that in in you know the early part of fall. If you have to prune it, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, the other thing you need to stop doing is you need to stop deadheading. Now a lot of plants, especially the modern ones, don't form rose hips, but some some of them do. Especially like if you have uh, anything that's got a lot of rugosa. Um, lineage in it or you've got like a or some old garden roses they will develop hips and when the rose develop hips it's signaling to the plant to go into dormancy so stop to heading them probably like i said 68 weeks before your frost to, so that the plant starts developing hips and you know so between that not fertilizing them and not pruning them it's going to let the plant know that, hey, I need to start, you know, I need to start winding it down. Now, with climbing roses, you know, how you treat your climbing roses really depends upon, well, actually, even how you deal with some of your other plants, it really depends upon what climate you live in. If, I, I mean, I have had climbing roses in the past. I did not prune mine, I didn't prune mine in the fall. The reason that I did not prune mine is because in New Jersey we have a lot of freeze-thaw cycles and so you're gonna get a certain amount of dieback with roses anyway where I live but if you're going to do what people typically tell you to do which is prune your climbing roses back a third if you've pruned them back a third and on top of that you have dieback, um, you could end up having to take your plant down a lot. It's not like there are times where because of the winter dieback, I've literally had to cut, like prune a rose half its size. Um, so you don't want to shorten it and then have, have to shorten it again. Uh, with climbing roses, once again, don't give them fertilizer. Same, same things. Don't, don't, you know, don't deadhead them. Don't, um, don't prune them what I would probably start doing I mean you can like I said, you can trim like, take out any dead stems or things that are diseased and you know and, and uh, branches that are crossing because you don't want those causing uh, scar damage. but aside from that, I would I would kind of leave it until it gets much cooler. Now if you're there are some people who for reasons, for any number of reasons, feel that they need to actually prune their roses during fall. Okay, so if you have to do that, if you really feel it's necessary for you to prune your roses, then do not do it when the temperatures are first changing. Wait until the plant goes dormant so that you don't cause it to flush back with the new growth. So once you have some like, you know, freezing nights or whatnot, like, Let it get get cold, you know, go like, you know, they say three or four, I would say probably like a week of real cold weather. And after a week of like real cold weather, your rose should be dormant. And once it's dormant, if you need to, you know, cut it back at that point, then, you know, then go ahead and do it. But like I said, only prune it once the plant is truly dormant or else you could run you can run the real risk of um of killing it so that's how i deal with it with with fall for uh um, roses in terms of i guess like maintenance and that sort of thing the other thing that i do with roses during the fall is really start prepping them for i guess i guess you would say like disease for disease issues because some diseases, particularly things like black spot and whatnot, if those spores get into the ground, they can overwinter. So if you have black spot or if you've had other fungal issues in the past, now is the time in fall to start giving them that horticultural oil spray to help smother the diseases or even some of the insect stuff that might be on the plants. Uh, Sulfur, like I do like a a sulfur spray, you know, spray the plant, you know, spray the base of the plant where the, you know, where the roots are, because if, like, if, you know, leaves, diseased leaves have fallen on the ground, the spores can get in that way, and the sulfur will kind of, um, you know, neutralize any spores that have gotten there. Um, You know, clean around the plant, you know, if, if you need a little bit of extra mulch, put it there in preparation for winterizing them. And so then winterizing is something that's, you know, that's different. How you do it depends upon your winters, and you know, in terms of winter hardiness, yeah, it is gonna depend upon your winter hardiness. In zone seven and eight, depending upon your climate, and when I say climate, I mean, for example, if you have four distinct seasons where you know, your seasons follow a logical path, path where summer follows spring and fall follows summer, that sort of thing, then in zone seven, eight, what you would really need to do is just really just mulch. Give it an additional like three to four inches of mulch, you know, over at the base of the plant and you should be good. Now, if you're like me and you have, huh, New Jersey has what we jokingly refer to as 12 seasons where you've got a lot of, um, frost and thawing cycles, then what you want to do is you want to take, you want to take de, you know, you want to maybe treat it like, you know, a warmer, excuse me, a colder zone, like zone five or six, meaning that, you know, you put, do rose cones where you wait till the plant has gone dormant and cut it down enough so that you can put a rose cone over top of it or build, you know, or put like a tomato cage or build some sort of cage around your roses to, um, to fill them with leaves and that sort of thing and put burlap over it just to, I wouldn't say it's on one hand it's insulating it. I, you know, it's just, it's just maintaining the temperature around the rose so that it can continue to remain dormant through the winter. Cause that's really what you're going for when you're prepping your roses um, at this time of year, you really you want to get them to dormancy, and you want them to stay in that period until spring. So these are the things that will help you do that. Um, if you're in places like you know zone five and four, where you're getting like those blizzards, like in Wisconsin or places like that, you might want to consider like healing your roses in. Well, first off, you could, for example cut the roses back after they've gone dormant and then you could take soil and like pile it up around the base of the rose up to like a foot to 18 inches if it gets really bad you could you could also then top that with mulch uh and you could also do what's called healing in meaning that you kind of like you know dig a trench and kind of like dig up your rose and kind of like lay it down inside and then cover it and cover it with dirt to keep it um, to keep it protected from the elements, so that's how you would winterize that. Now, that's if your gra- roses are in the ground. Obviously, if you've got roses in pots, it's a little bit different. Um, with, if you're going to put a rose in a pot, you should make it sure that it's hardy to two zones um, less than what yours are. So, I have, I think, three roses in pots, but they are zone- hardy to zone five. So, when it comes to uh, when it comes to winter. You know, fall and winter. I mean, you do the same thing. You stop fertilizing it, stop pruning it, stop deadheading it. And but you know, with pots, you it's the type of thing. If you have an unheated garage, put it in there. You know, water it. You know, once every once in a while to make sure because the plant still will get thirsty. and It's not getting snow. If it's in, you know, indoors, um, you might still want to you know put do a cage with leaf leaves and. You know put burlap on top of it I would not recommend putting your roses into a unheated greenhouse I would not recommend that because an unheated greenhouse during the day you know greenhouses do get considerably warmer and so you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna pull your rose dormancy which is not going to be good because at night it's going to freeze Uh, the other thing you can do is with roses is that put them in a more protected area for example near your house um, if you have a front porch you know you could cover them with burlap and put them up next to your house and that will keep them that will keep them warm actually I had a rose at my at wild Eve cottage that I had right next to my door and I would say that that was probably a microclimate and was probably a zone 8 because that rose came out of dormancy and bloomed a full like month before everything else did. So that's kind of how you handle roses for the summer and what you do for the winter. And you know, what? once I get to November, I will show you how I do mine. Um, I, I am going to try the rose cones. I've heard about them. I have never tried them for myself. Um, I pretty much have just... I with my roses, I bury all the bud unions on my roses, and quite frankly, because I buried them, and I, you know, I mean, I literally put them on the ground by like an inch or two. That, in a combination with mulch, um, seems seems to work very well. But Home Depot does have um, rose cones, and they're three ninety nine. So I'm going to get some just to see see what i like see what i like better and see if the roses do better with the rose cone so it'll be a great experiment okay guys so that is the end of the episode so hopefully i answered questions Well, not only questions that were left on the on the the video but maybe there's some of you guys who have the questions or just a little too shy to ask so hopefully that helps Um, if you guys have additional questions about what i just went over feel free to leave a question in the comment. I will, I do, I genuinely respond to the comments, but if I get enough questions or, for example, your question does require more in-depth explanation, then I'll do another question and answer, do another question and answer podcast like what I'm doing now so that everybody can get the benefit of, the answer, because I'm sure you're not the only person who had the same question. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, don't forget to subscribe. The podcast is on iTunes, Google Play, as well as Spotify, and the audio visual podcast is on YouTube, and I do post it on Facebook, and of course you know everything can be found on my website which is the vintage gardener so thank you guys so much for listening and i will see you guys in the next video or podcast